0: From the Mercy One studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Suns Nature and Blessman International.
1: Catholic Radio 1150 AM eighty eight point five FM and ninety four point uh, five FM streaming online iowacatholicradio dot and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Oh yes, it is a brand new week. It is Monday, April twenty seventh. We got a great show in store. One of those shows where. We're not going to have time to breathe today. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here very soon, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center, He's going to, to talk to us about yesterday's gospel launch into the week. Father Fabian moncada is going to be coming up at 7.15 today, Pastor of Our Lady of the Americas. We're going to talk about how the pandemic is affecting the Hispanic population and communities. Uh, we got a bunch of questions here for him and, and ways that we can help as well. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist, is going to give us the weekly outlook today, live about 7.25 today. Joe Stoppules, co-host of Man Ups, is going to preview his show. One of my favorite guests of all time, Susan Tassoni, going to be coming on at about 7.45 today. Award-winning author of 13 best-selling books, including Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, Day by Day with St. Faustina, which is my favorite, and St. Faustina Prayer Book for Adoration. She's going to be talking about her newest Jesus speaks to Faustina and you, Susan Tassoni, coming up at about 7.45 today. Mark Imadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Jam-packed this Monday morning. I think it'll be a good one. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo. News and Sports. News and Sports with
0: Mark
3: Amadeo. No, well, sir. Well, good morning, John. Another week of uh, self-quarantine uh, and social distancing, not only in the week, but also on the weekend. And uh, most time you've been at home in quite some time, so uh, I think your kids and wife are right ready to... Uh, I think you, you've reached your end, I'm sure. Great. Get me back out of here, yeah.
1: I You know, I was uh, reading, I, I try to not, you know, watch the news all day and, you know, every, you know, kind of interruption and this or that, because it seems like it's been a roller coaster, but um, I, I was reading a little bit yesterday. I give myself about 30 minutes a day just to kind of check in, see what people are saying, and... No, it, it, it certainly we got to continue to be responsible right now. But um, it looks like there's light at the end of the tunnel, you know, maybe June 1st or June 15th. Italy, I know there's a lot of light at the end of the tunnel there. So they're mm-hmm. uh, starting the reopen uh, process May 4th. And I think the last phase is June 1st.
3: So that was good to hear. It is, and that is good news. But it's going to come at at a cost. We're going to be running around uh, with face masks on, and uh, we'll manage uh, the social distancing. And uh, I I think we can continue that. But it's going to be a different way of life. So it's not just uh, opening everything up. It's there's going to be a little bit of a cost and somewhat of an inconvenience. But uh, get used to wearing that face mask, my friend. You're going to have to. That'll be our way of life for probably the next year or two.
1: Yeah, yeah. Keep that, keep that Facebook mask handy, and uh, you know we'll have to be responsible. But uh, be nice at least to get out, get out again.
3: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and have some interaction. You know, we're doing the self quarantine. I know uh, you're you kind of wave at the neighbors, and that's about as far as it goes. You know, right now you can't do a whole lot unless. Uh, Um, You gather in the backyards, but uh, it'll get better, we we hope. And uh, I know the weather's certainly going to get better because we're into spring and warmer temperatures. That means folks are outside more. I'm liking that. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this Monday, April 27th. And from the WHO TV, Channel 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwell, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have a cloudy skies, some, maybe some lingering sprinkles from an overnight rain that we had. And it's very damp out, 56 degrees right now with the south wind at 13 miles per hour. And today uh, the uh, rain will move through. We'll end up with partly cloudy skies, windy conditions, a high of 77 degrees with southwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour hour throughout the day. Tonight mostly cloudy, overnight low of 56 degrees, and tomorrow showers and thunderstorms possible. Some of those storms could be severe, a high of 72 degrees for your Tuesday, and then Wednesday, windy and a little bit colder with a chance of rain, a high of 65 degrees, and on Thursday and Friday looking dry and partly cloudy with highs in the lower 70s. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, Iowa Workforce Development has seen more than 100,000 unemployment claims in the state of Iowa in the last two weeks, but everyone who has been laid off or lost their job may not have filed. Uh, Now, the Iowa Workforce Development encourages anyone impacted by the coronavirus to file unemployment claims by going to their website, iowaworkforce.gov, and get your claim on file. Again, the website, again, is iowaworkforce.gov. Well, the latest numbers of the coronavirus in the state of Iowa were released yesterday by the Iowa Department of Public Health on Sunday, and that shows there are 384 new cases of the virus in the state with the, for a total of 5,476 cases. Now, they had six additional deaths reported yesterday. The total number of deaths in the state of Iowa attributed to the coronavirus now stands at 118. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and once again, they're... Uh, all Iowa high school spring sports were canceled and a decision about Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, will be made towards the end of May. Once again from the WHO TV, Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have uh, cloudy skies of some lingering sprinkles as we did have rain overnight. It's very damp out, 56 degrees right now with the south wind at 13 miles per hour. And today we'll see partly cloudy skies later on today and windy conditions, a high of 77 degrees with southwest winds throughout the day at 10 to 20 miles per hour and this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio news weather and sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti show and coming up Jimmy Olson and Jimmy has your morning traffic report I'm Mark Amadeo
0: Iowa Catholic Radio news and sports Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: Not a bad drive in this morning. We are accident-free to start things off. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien.
5: It's all about soul.
6: good morning Don.
1: good morning to you here how's uh how are things just checking in there at mercy
6: well you know things are going pretty well you know we're uh we're we're on, i think i believe we're on top of it and so we're just uh continuing to persevere we're you know we're if, if if things get worse we'll be ready to go and hopefully things don't and so we'll just stay on top of what's going on i again i just get impressed with the way people are Handling it, and uh, it's it, it's just it just kind of we're tight, we're we're behind each other, we got each other's back, you know, and we're praying a lot. So I think it's just a great thing going on, you know, for the circumstance that we're in.
1: Good, I'm glad to hear that. Um, let's talk about yesterday's gospel. That was a big one, and uh, you know, I really kind of a masterpiece. Uh, Jesus walking with the uh, with with uh, you know followers of him, disciples, and. Throwing a little humor at him there, you know, at you know, haven't you heard of what's going on? Well, I know what's going on, guys.
5: Yeah,
6: I, you know, this is a great story. <clears throat> it's probably one of the more favorite stories of people. You know, you hear more about this one than a, and a lot of times uh, in retreats and things about getting, you know, being the Emmaus walk, right? But like it certainly is Jesus uh, making an appearance to to certainly send a message, you know, to people about you know, you just gotta. I really, I like the overall message is that see, he, he's talking about the Old Testament, you know, and how important the Old Testament is to understand exactly who this guy is, who he is. See, it's, you got to kind of put that all together. So I really think it's a, I think it's really a great story uh, in, about Jesus and letting us know how you got to make that connection, how that New Testament is in the Old Testament also. all this prophecy about him, you know, had to take place. This was God's will. So I, I think it's, it's a great story to make that connection for us to dig deeper.
1: Yeah. You, you see their eyes were opened, right? And, the, and their hearts were burning within them. And, uh, you know, that, that eyes opening, a little bit of a reference then to uh, the beginning. You know, when, when Adam and Eve's eyes were open, but it was open in shame. It was open in fear and hiding. And they knew what they did, you know, grabbing from that fruit of the of the tree here, their eyes were open, but it was a a new way, right? They, they they were open to the truth, to the light of Jesus himself risen. And uh, so you see that, that, that parallel there, which is beautiful. And of course, that heart burning within them. Now that they they couldn't contain it, they had to go out and, and, you know, uh, and and share.
6: Yeah. Just think about that. Just for a moment, walking with Jesus and him opening up the old Testament and hearts being on fire. Wow. I mean, just, and then, you know, when he does uh, break the bread with them, and they recognize him, telling us what the Eucharist should be, you know, it should be a t- help us to recognize who God really is and His love, fire us to run out, to go back, tell the story more, you know, to evangelize, to get out there. I mean, those guys took off, they ate, and then they took off. Right? They received Christ, and they took off, and. They, they went out and told their part of the story. And so I just think it's, it's a great, as I said, there's so many things in here that you kind of look, look at that God really wants for us. He wants our hearts on fire for him. He wants our hearts to turn back, which which our hearts were made for right from the very beginning. It's probably what Adam and Eve didn't see. see? It's probably what they didn't see in God, you know what I mean, And in and, and the sense of how much God loved them. They had to kind of find out the hard way
1: yeah uh, all right, would you give us your blessing this morning?
6: I certainly will. in the grace of the Emmaus story, Lord, turn our hearts on fire for you, even in this difficult times. It's a great way, Lord, to open up to others and talk about Jesus and talk about not being afraid. and, and so Lord, we just ask you to continue to pour your grace upon us as we continue to learn about you. You're continually revealing yourself to us. and so we ask for all of this in the name of the Father. And of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien. Everyone, talk to you soon, Deacon.
6: Good talking to you too, John.
1: Have a great week. Yeah, you know, I, I tell you, friends, more ink has probably been spilled on that gospel yesterday than any other gospel in history. And and again, the Emmaus, uh, you know, feel the- just love that gospel and uh, and really kind of rip into it in a beautiful way, open it up, the pages. and I've been reading about it uh, yesterday. I was doing a little study on it, and it was really neat. Uh, moving quick here today, folks, Father Fabian Mancada coming up right after this, pastor of Our Lady of the Americas. We're going to talk about how this pandemic is affecting the Hispanic community right here in central Iowa. So we'll talk to Father Fabian right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Eddie in the morning right here on this Monday, April 27th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. You know, he's still working. Uh, Dean Bell, 9634494, Bell Construction, residential re-roofs. Dean prides himself in working with his customers on a personal basis, making sure that all the roofing needs are completed and completed to perfection. When you call that number, you don't get a, a secretary or someone else. You get Dean himself, and he's wanted to keep it that way for the last 30 years. One of the most accessible guys in business, 9634494, again, residential re-roofs, 963-4494.
7: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org.
6: Um.
7: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. This is Dr. David Anders, host of
6: Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic Radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ.
4: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
9: We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We
2: believe in the
9: Holy Spirit. I'm
1: John in the morning right here on this Monday, April 27th. I want to thank Five Sons Nature Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. What do they not do? 493- 1060, naturescapes.com. That is com. Let's go to our next guest of the day, a host here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Pastor of Our Lady of the Americas, Father Fabian Mancada. Hello, Father. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing just fine this morning. You sound like you're in good spirits. Absolutely. Trusting God. with all things being considered, that's right. That's all we can do right now. I want to talk about the Hispanic community, Father, because, um, you know, in a really real way, this is hitting them hard. Uh, Many are out of work, I have read, and and including, you know, many struggling for uh, for even food. This is nationwide from what I'm seeing. But how is this central Iowa? uh, Is this affecting them in, in central Iowa?
10: Unfortunately, as you know, we have a significant number of migrants, especially for the Latino community, Many of them have been working in uh, housekeeping, uh, food processing companies, uh, cleaning services, landscaping, and obviously this pandemic has been affecting significantly the opportunities to continue working. And at the same time, we have a lot of people with some kind, if may I use the expression, misunderstanding communication, so we are not uh, clear deliver the message in our Nazi language, Spanish, to helping them to looking for help and to know or identify what kind of needs they have.
1: Yeah, I mean, a big uh, situation that it seems that they're, they're facing is they're not uh, able to receive or eligible for many of the benefits and subsidy programs offered by the, the federal government. Right. Um, where are right. they able to go to be able to get the funds or help that they might need?
10: Yes, we have uh, we have uh, collecting uh, food in some cases. In other cases, we have collecting money to helping the people in a little bit because we cannot afford all the expenses for the people in general. But at least for gas, for helping a little bit with the uh, bills. But it's not easy. It's a little bit tricky uh, reality these days for the migrants community, especially with. Those brothers and sisters that are, as you mentioned before, are not able to receive these benefits from the government. You, you got busier
1: now more than ever. Are they coming to the church to ask for help a calling at least? And, and where are you
10: going and how are you ministering? Well, <laughs> has been very interesting because at the same time you can read a lot of hope in this community. Many brothers and sisters have been joined me to selling food, to join. To, to try to pray together. I have been trying to engage them in a spiritual manner to gain support because at the same time, John, our people need to receive the Word of God, need a spiritual support. Yes, it's true that we are in a physical, material needs. but at the same time, this is the time to be a shepherd of souls, to be a shepherd of those brothers and sisters in necessity. A spiritual life needs to be a stronger, in our encounter, Jesus through these kind of necessities, you know.
1: And, and where are they getting information? Because I know you have here that many of them are facing a lack of access to updated information, such as news, education, especially in Spanish. Um, you know, where, where are they able to to go, or or how are they are they getting access to this?
10: We we have uh, normally any communication from the diocese has been translated widely. So we can, we can access the website of our diocese. Also, we have a lot of information in Spanish in our website that helping them. Also, we have doing videos to helping the people. How can I be part of the life of the church, of the parish itself, and how can they can help us as well. Hmm. Uh, in, in offering
1: the spiritual support, Father, I know young people today, many of them are struggling, uh, certainly. uh it, it, you know, across the board. Um, Are you able to kind of see what parents are are going through or walk with them with maybe some of their young people that are going through these difficult times? And are you able to reach out to them?
10: Absolutely. Very good question. We are opening our cyber parish. That means each of our ministries, like women's group, prior group, youth ministry, uh, the different ministries that we have in our parish have been working through the WhatsApp or Skype to make at least one time per week an encounter as a group and then they receive from me and uh, guidelines to working in a spiritual manner as well. We, we need to be in touch to pray together, you know? it's beautiful.
1: Are there ways that we can help or are the broader community here in Central Iowa, Des Moines, Diocese, uh, help uh, you?
10: I totally Lord will accept any kind of help, but especially i like to focus on spiritual. Let's pray together. Let's be strong together. Let's encounter Jesus. we building a strong, faithful community in this time. This is a time of hope. Obviously, many challenges, of course, but at the same time, it's a great opportunity in this Easter moment to proclaim the resurrection of our Lord and our faith as well. Father Fabian Mancada, Father, thank you for all you
1: continue to do, especially for us here uh, at Iowa Catholic Radio with your show. Would you give us your blessing
10: this morning? May the Lord bless you in the name of the Father and in the Son and in the Holy Spirit. Go in peace.
1: Thank you, Father. Father Fabian Mancada, everyone. God bless you, Father. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. All right. We're working with a little bit of a delay here right now, friends. Sorry about that. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking in the second half hour to Susan Tassoni. As we get uh, Megan Selva on the phone right now, Pope Francis is inviting the faithful to recite the rosary to help overcome this time of trial throughout the month of May. As the coronavirus pandemic has led, Edward Penton said many families praying together more. Pope Francis is inviting those families in a very specific way to rediscover the beauty of praying the rosary at home together and that is the prayer that he's asking all of us to pray during this month of special devotions to the Blessed Virgin Mary he uh, put a letter together to the faithful and you can find that letter at uh, on the National Catholic Register website NCregistercom it's a beautiful letter I was able to read it this morning uh, but yes as many of us are praying together as a family being much more intentional about that longer periods of time of prayer you know that's one of the things I think my family has has seen more than anything we've prayed together. It's always been a staple of our lives every night, even when I'm on the road. uh, It's the beauty of FaceTime or even uh, speakerphone. But we're praying together longer. You know, for us, prayer time has really become a rallying. Uh, centering around you know sometimes even up to 30 45 minutes now it's not like that every day but to be able to get together and to be able to drink from that font of prayer together it's it's not always easy of course With score me four and seven year olds uh, and a screaming baby sometimes in the background but it has been a beautiful thing for my family to do and we're going to take the holy father up on this challenge to continue to pray uh the rosary much more during this month of may and i hope you do as well let's go to megan selwa channel 13 meteorologist
7: Hey, Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Can you hear me?
1: Doing just fine this morning. It looks like we're going to have some nice... I can hear you.
7: Okay, good. I wasn't sure. Yes. You know, the beautiful weather we had over the weekend, it's going to continue for another few days. And we will see... uh, We had some rain move through. Just a few little showers pass through this morning. But those are going to continue to push off to the east, and we'll see more sun here the rest of the day. And it will warm up significantly above average, up into the upper 70s, with a high of around 77 degrees. Now, tonight, you will see a partly, to mostly cloudy skies once again, and overnight lows will return into the 50s. Tomorrow, there is a chance for some showers and a few isolated thunderstorms possibility. Tomorrow looks to be our best chance at seeing some of that rain moving in. Daytime highs will be in the low 70s, and we will have breezy south winds. We'll keep a chance of a few showers and the early evening hours, but then that will come to an end. Wednesday, partly sunny. A few remaining uh, lingering showers could roll through, but otherwise we'll start to dry out. It will be a windy day with strong north-northwest winds. Thursday and Friday both look to be sunny to partly sunny. Temperatures will reach 71 on Thursday and back up to 77 on Friday. And over the weekend, we could see the low 80s. Saturday looks mostly sunny with a high of 80 degrees. Monday will be just a touch cooler back in the low 70s and a return to a chance of a few showers. So that is a look at the week ahead looking very spring-like.
1: I love hearing a touch cooler in the 70s. That sounds good to me. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist. Have a great week, Megan.
7: You too. Have a great one.
1: All right, friends. Sorry we got a little bit of uh, connection difficulties this morning. We'll try to get it all shored up for you in the second half hour here. Joe Stockpilus, co-host of Man Up, going to preview his uh, 9 o'clock show this morning. And at 7.45, friends, we're going to welcome back Susan Tassoni. Love having Susan on. She's got a new book out, Jesus Speaks to Faustina and you. Susan Tassoni, one of my favorites, will be coming up in the second half hour here on this Monday, April 27th. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show. And a thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service that they prided themselves on for over 20 years, but the commitment to the quality of the workmanship, the materials news, the equipment, all of it up to date and good. 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is goldenrulephc.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and reflection
9: a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. After Jesus had fed the 5,000 men, his disciples saw him walking on the sea. The next day the crowd that remained across the sea saw that there had been only one boat there and that Jesus had not gone along with his disciples in the boat, but only his disciples had left. Other boats came from Tiberias, near the place where they had eaten the bread, when the Lord gave thanks. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, They themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. The Gospel of the Lord. Here begins the Bread of Life discourse, in which Jesus further reveals himself to be divine, and as both God and man gives us a foretaste of eternal life in the sacrament of the Eucharist. First, he recognizes that the people are hungry both physically and spiritually, and his concern results in instruction to work for God, the only one who can satisfy both appetites. By ourselves, we can't accomplish the works of God, but he wants us to do them through us, with his grace, through faith, from Jesus, who came from our Heavenly Father.
4: Thank you to Bosin the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dallin Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio.
0: What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bosin from Bosin the Florist. Our family business has been helping central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bosin. That's 244-ROSE, 244 or visit us at bosen.com.
1: Catholic Radio, thank you being a part of the show today. As always, we've got a great second half hour here. Joe Stoppulos coming up, co-host of Man Up here on Iowa Catholic Radio, and one of my favorites, Susan Tassoni, going to be coming up, award-winning author of 13 best-selling books. She's got a new one out called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You. Looking forward to it. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts. Words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark
1: Amadeo. Oh, good, sir. Well,
3: good morning, John. How you doing?
1: I'm doing just fine.
3: Well, good. It's a pretty good Monday morning. sun will be out after we had overnight rain, and uh, you're maintaining that social distancing. What was your activities this weekend in the Leonetti household?
1: Uh, I don't remember. A whole lot of
3: nothing. I think. <laughs> I just looked it up. It's week seven. We're starting with this uh, self-quarantine stuff, so we got to get creative here John but it's better now that the weather has changed and we on days that it doesn't rain very very long we can go outdoors and that helps but uh yeah I got to get creative um, on, you know, online learning is continuing
1: yeah no doubt about it uh, yesterday was a good day saturday was a was a rough day because we cleaned out the garage and you know whenever that happens man that that's a 5 hour affair so We've been able to get rid of a lot of stuff. I think that's probably the silver lining in the Leonetti household of what we've been doing. But <laughs> uh, my wife, man, she's hard at work, and and she dragged me out there to that garage on Saturday and said, "We're
3: gonna, we're gonna just rip
1: this thing apart." And we did.
3: <laughs> rip it apart, put it back together, uh, filled up the garbage cans. I'm sure that usually is what happens around here when that happens, and. Uh, uh, did you find your snowblower? That was the thing I was curious about. You cleaned out your garage. Did you ever find your snowblower? I found
1: it. Everything is uh, everything is good. It's in its right place <laughs> now, and it's just incredible. I mean, the yeah. feeling of looking at a garage that, you know, otherwise was so cluttered uh, to what it looks like now and, and you know, going to be able to donate so much stuff is really a good
3: feeling. That is. That's a great feeling. Well, good for you. You got one one of the tasks done, and and uh, not bad for uh, six weeks of uh, isolation and self-quarantine and social distancing, John. You you did a lot in six weeks.
1: Well, I'm trying to avoid my wife right now because she's got a project list longer than you know a book. So we'll see what we get to.
3: <laughs> yeah, thus the yeah. You, you guys are maintaining that social distancing part. I get it. No, know, know all about that. I'm
1: trying, but there's no hiding from her, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we had rain overnight, so we have uh, some sprinkles kind of moving through. Right now, cloudy skies. Sun starting to peak through the clouds, 56 degrees in a very damp morning at the Mercy One Studios here in Central Iowa with a south wind at 13 miles per hour and today we will see uh, partly cloudy skies later on today and it'll be windy. So we'll dry things up. A uh, high of 77 degrees with southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight mostly cloudy overnight low of 56 degrees and tomorrow well showers and thunderstorms back in the forecast. Some of those storms could be severe on your Tuesday. A high of 72 degrees on Wednesday it'll be windy a uh, chance of rain a little bit colder a high of 65 degrees and Thursday and Friday partly cloudy dry highs in the lower 70s for the rest of this week well in the news on this uh, Monday morning Iowa workforce development has seen more than 100,000 unemployment claims in the last 2 weeks but everyone who has been laid off or lost their job may not have filed now Iowa Workforce Development encourages anyone that is impacted by the coronavirus to file unemployment claims to IowaWorkforce.gov and claim and get your claim on file. Again, the uh, website is IowaWorkforce.gov. In other news, the latest numbers in the of the coronavirus here in the state of Iowa, released by the Iowa Department of Public Health on Sunday, shows there are 384 uh, new cases of the virus uh, in the state of Iowa for a total of five. 1,476 cases uh, with six additional deaths reported yesterday. The total number of deaths in the state of Iowa attributed to the coronavirus now stands at 118. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, all Iowa high school spring sports are now cancelled and a decision on Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, uh, will be made by the end of May. Once again from the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, we did have rain overnight, so damp conditions Right now, a cloudy skies and 56 degrees currently with a south wind at 13 miles per hour. And today, uh, the cloudy skies will give way to partly cloudy skies and windy conditions with the high of 77 degrees. The winds will be out of the southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo.
0: traffic on iowa catholic radio
4: things are still running accident free if you're going to be out and about today again lots of construction so keep an eye out for that road closures also um, lanes that are of course down to like one lane so again keep an eye on that as you're making a drive around today thanks to building construction for their support of iowa catholic radio Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's Travick on Iowa Catholic Radio.
0: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. But today, they can let her poverty and humble birth stop
1: her from being generous and showing God's mercy to others throughout her life. St. Zita of Lucca today was a maidservant during the time of St. Francis of Assisi. She worked diligently for her employers. She was a hard worker, pious, and generous. Although that dedication provoked jealousy on the part of some other servants, Zita won them over by her patience. As the years passed, she became famous for helping the sick, the poor, and the imprisoned. She was she was regarded locally as a saint soon after her death. You know, things were a little bit different back then when you proclaim the saint. And that title was officially given to her in 1696. Zita is the patroness of domestic workers. We ask Saint Zita of Luca today to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day. A family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. Can't thank him enough for underwriting uh, this show and our Saint of the Day. 30 years in business. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, John Leonetti. Can't wait to see you in person sometime. That'll be fun. Thank you. I know, my man. It's going to be nice doing things again. Uh, you uh, you had a,
11: a weekend. Did get anything done? Dude, it was a, yeah, awesome weekend. Uh, I mean, it, one of the good things about the quarantine is you can really get those things on your list that were way down on the bottom, like fixing my fence again, like installing fence doors and stuff like that. Those kind of things get done. Um, yeah. So that was fun. And then we had a great, great day yesterday. We We took after you on your Saturday night. We got jealous of your steak night, so we had steak night last night.
1: I'll tell you, I, I texted Joe a, uh, a picture of our food. Yeah, we had peas on there. He, didn't, he wasn't a big fan of that. It was kind of out of place with the steak and pasta. Joe preferred the green oh. beans, but listen, we were cleaning the garage out all day. All right, give me a break. Uh, oh, it
11: was great. No, yeah, so we, you know, we had a wonderful weekend. Obviously, when it's 65 and sunny, it sure helps, so.
1: I'm glad to hear that, man. Listen, and, and I want this to be motivation for others right now that are listening to this throughout the week. If you've got projects that need to get done, and, and they aren't done, uh that's your own fault so this is the time you know you might have that list get after today get motivated and get some of that stuff done because you know when this is all over some people i think might have some of those regrets so take advantage of it now the best you can how's that for especially
11: especially with the with i mean now the weather's turned there really is no excuse get get the things you gotta get done and then i mean i also i mean i've been trying to use this from again personal reflection time you know also taking inventory personally, about, you know what am I doing with my work, with my life, with my children, with my faith life? Where am I at? What kinds of things hitting the restart button? Trying to use this uh, as crazy as the time as it is is an opportunity, right? Trying to use this as an opportunity uh, for for growth.
1: And no one likes it, and no one's excited about it. I'm I'm certainly not. But at the same time, you know, you can sit back and complain and get down on it, or you can try to make the best of it and see the silver linings. And that's really what I'm trying to do as well.
11: Yeah, I, you know, We got to. We get to for mass this Sunday, Father Zach. I got to, you know, it's kind of fun. You know, I've never gotten to be at one of Father Zach's quote unquote mass, you know mass, um, but we get to be there quote unquote I should say because um, he was uh, broadcasting live from Louisiana, so it's kind of cool to be able to to keep in touch again. Universal Church and one of my best buddies, uh, saying mass, and got to, to be a part of it. So you know, that that these are opportunities that this is creating and just trying to, to seek those out. What do we got coming up on your show? So, uh, just got finished with my little book club that I'm in, reading St. Catherine of Siena by Sigrid Unstead. Um, so, the bi- biography on her and her feast day is, uh, is this Wednesday, I thought, so I thought, man, it'd be great to have a good, a full show uh, on St. Catherine and what we can learn from her. And, well, there's a priest by the name of Thomas, Thomas McDermott. Uh, Father Thomas is uh, out of Chicago. He is a Dominican, Dominican friar there, and he's written a couple of books on the spirituality of St. Catherine of Siena uh, and what we can learn. From her, and her example. So well, today's show, we're going to dive into life and times of, of St. Catherine and also into her spiritual teachings and, and what we can learn. She's such a powerful saint, and yeah, John, that's what I learned from this book. I mean, she's, I've always known, you know, kind of a 10,000-foot view, but then once you get to know her as a person, uh, you really understand how instrumental she was in the life of the Church, and, and then also just this, her spiritual insights are uh, incredible. So uh, excited to have uh, Father Thomas on today.
1: She was bold and someone that lived without fear in the spiritual life. Uh, Joe Stopulos, host of Man Up Here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. Uh, if you miss it, friends, download the podcast. iowacatholicradio.com is where you can find it, and uh, you can listen to a slew of the other shows. Maybe it would be a good time to binge listen to uh, <laughs> while you are uh, out doing all your chores and work and getting those projects done. Talk to you soon, brother.
11: There you go, John. See you.
1: All right, Susan Tassoni coming up right after this. I'm leaving a little bit of extra time for her because I love having her on. Award-winning, best-selling author of over 13 books. We're going to talk about her newest one, Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this April 27th. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. They had watch parties galore that were taking place during their live gala. Uh, And you, by the way, you can go to their website, blessmaninternational.org, and click on it to be able to watch uh, their streamed gala that they did. I know they did very well on it. It took place April 23rd, last Thursday. and A lot of people donating, coming and helping, uh, especially to the families and the kids and the uh, parents of so many people in Limpopo, South Africa. They're trying to get creative and help these families. families with basic necessities and now more than ever, and I mean basic necessities, something just like a meal a day. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show and all you continue to do for them, for us here in Central Iowa as well. BlessmanInternational.org. Your Diocesan Minute is right now.
5: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, April 27th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Bishop Johnson has launched the COVID-19 Relief Fund, a Catholic response to the COVID-19 crisis in the Diocese of Des Moines. This fund will address the most pressing needs in our faith community caused by the novel coronavirus. Contributions may be designated to directly support individuals and families in need through Catholic charities or in an area of immediate need in our faith community, which may include our Catholic parishes and schools and their efforts to remain operational for individuals and families in this crisis. Learn more at dmdiocese.org giving. Join the Diocese of Des Moines for an online series, Faith Superheroes, Encountering Christ in Your Domestic Church. Join us for one or all of this five-part faith formation series hosted on Zoom that explores how to thrive in the midst of physical distancing while growing in our faith as communities of love. To learn more about this online opportunity, visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus, and you'll find it under Resources for Families. If you've got questions, contact Adam at 237-5056. That's 237-5056. Be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass. On Fridays, you can tune into our Facebook page to watch Father John Bertagli, rector of the cathedral, celebrating his private Mass. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Hi, this is Jean Wells from Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio.
7: Join me on Tuesday mornings at 10 for topics that give us angst and bring the concern to the forefront. If you have questions, I'll find the answers. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Walmart Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services.
1: Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home.
8: CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy.
6: For I appreciate
1: you being a part of the show today and every day we'll be with you outside of the Mercy One studio all week, but we will be with you all week. So I, I look forward to to your ears and hearts being open to what it is we're trying to and how it is that we're trying to serve you. Let's go to our next guest of the day, award winning author of thirteen best selling books, including her newest, Jesus Speaks to Faustina and you, Susan Tosoni. Hi Susan.
12: Hey, good morning, John. Nice talking to you from, uh, from your headquarters at home.
1: You are not, uh, you are not letting this get you down. I can tell.
12: (laughs) John, you stay focused on the prize and you stay focused on our Lord. Uh, and this is just every, every generation has a cross and this is our cross and we have to, um, bear it with faith.
1: With all of these books that you've written, uh, especially on the Divine Mercy, um, St. Faustina, the Holy Souls in Purgatory, galore. I mean, you, you are the, the best-selling author of, of a of, of Purgatory. I'll just put it in, in plain English, Purgatory. Um, <laughs> are you still learning?
12: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Um Uh, Yes, because uh, the books on purgatory drew me into Faustina. I I, I started to write Faustina books because of her connection with purgatory. All the greatest saints, um, there's not one major saint that didn't have a devotion to purgatory. And Faustina, to my surprise, I, I thought I would be saying in that purgatory lane, but because the Marians invited me to do some, you know, uh, work on her diary regarding purgatory, that's what led me to her. And then they called me back and said, well, she's, she writes about conversion. And I had, and I always like to say, well, what does purgatory have to do with it? Well, you have to convert in order to, you know, to avoid purgatory. They came back again with the adoration book. They, they all won awards, which I'm tickled because it just points to the power of the diary. Uh, adoration. Why adoration? Well, because Jesus calls us to adore Him. We're called to adore God, and, and adoration is another form to help the souls out of purgatory. And now we've got Jesus' words. I have to tell you something, John. I, I, I don't share this. I don't talk about this. I think there was only one time out of the 13 books that I got uh, resistance, if you will, and that was the rosary. Um, I had a very vivid dream um, that was not happy. I was. That was very uh, scary. And um, and but thank God, being Italian, you know, um, I you know, I, I I I was yelling back at at the evil one, and woke up not realizing. My gosh! Alongside the mask the rosary is the most powerful. This book, John, had the same effect. It, it was uh, I I I never in all my twenty one years had so much resistance. And such a tax is that, as priest would tell me, that the writing this book, and it's because it's his words, it's what he's telling us directly, it's his truth, it's not somebody speaking for him, and, uh, it, 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 I almost stopped writing. But, but, you know, again, we're Italian, you know, we're Italian John, and nothing's gonna get in the way. It only encourages me more to get it done. So, it, it's one of the most powerful works I've done um, in all my 21 years, and I, I'm just happy to share, because what's going on in the world today, John, there's fear, there's anxiety. What, 50,000 people we've lost, I think, in the United States alone? There's, there's unemployment. Um, it, it, there's, it's, it, there's nothing like this. The whole planet has been touched. So the, this book is really a blueprint. It's Jesus was giving Faustina and us a blueprint, and he tells us exactly what to do um, to, make, to live a life worthy of heaven. He tells us exactly what to do with clear directions on how to deal with the fear, how to deal with the anxiety, with she, when she was alive, and also with us, which is very prevalent today.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Um, all the words are obviously important because they come from Jesus. But which ones really catch your attention the most?
12: Which of the works?
1: words from Jesus.
12: Oh the words, the words. Um uh, oh, interesting. There there's there's a couple messages that again I've been doing her works for 5 years, John, and there were do not be afraid and the one that is so powerful that at the end of every month, John, I had a passage his great love for you and how he chose you before time. I like the way Benedict said, he you were in his mind, John, forever and how he loves you and how he has a mission for you and why he chose you um there's my one of my favorite quotes is how Faustina said Jesus I was thinking about you last night and and Jesus said well I was thinking about you and and she said well what were you thinking about and he said in terms of admitting you to my eternal happiness you know God doesn't need us he's self sufficient But we're made in his image image and likeness, John. And we all have a spark of him, that fire, a spark of his fire in us. And he can't even live without us. He never had to create you. There were billions of souls that he saw, but he created you, John. He created all the listeners. Um, They could have been smarter, holier, much more interesting um, but he didn't create them. There was something about you that attracted him to you, and that drew him to create you. I love what Catherine of Siena, and this is all in my book, and every every month she said that, she said this in her dialogue, she said, you absolutely do not need us, but you act as if you can't get along without us. He loves mm. us more than anybody else, and he loves us more than anybody can, and he thinks about you day and night waiting to admit you to his eternal happiness. The second John that just uh, I can't stress enough is the chaplet, the intercessory power of the chaplet. Over and over and over again, he says to pray it unceasingly. In fact, there was um, but he has he actually and for the dying, John. How many? There's 104 people that are dying every minute as we speak. Um, uh, we, we should adopt a nursing home. We should adopt somebody that's dying right now and pray the chaplet. Uh, in, in fact. I think the guardian angel, Faustina, was transported, Jesus transported Faustina to the bedsides of, of dying souls and, and said to pray the chaplet. Uh, the guardian angel one day, she was saying that, that the rosary for a dying soul, and he stopped her, and he said, pray the chaplet. I can't stress enough how he he repeatedly says it, uh, and we should say it as much as we can throughout the day for those that are dying that will give them whatever they need to get home. How many people are dying without the sacraments, without a priest, without an act of contrition? This chaplet, he says, appeases his anger. This chaplet gives peace to the dying. And he tells us to, he, and she said it's her words, very important to say it for the dying.
1: Yeah. Uh, Friends, if you do not uh, have this book yet, I want you to get it. This is your newest, and I have a feeling this isn't going to be the uh, the last because God is working in you in a way that... I don't know. He's working in any other author, uh, Susan, because what you're trying to do is get the word straight from Jesus right to the heart of, of our souls. Uh, you know, no, nothing in between. You you are just wanting to relay. It's almost like you're 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 the mail carrier for Jesus's words here. You, you, he called Saint Faustina his secretary of divine mercy. You might be a secretary right now.
12: Maybe his administrative assistant, Jack. <laughs> Secretary de Faustina. But it's like you, John. You have an incredible mission. I read your snippets every morning, John. They're powerful and they're succinct. We all have a mission. He he you know, he, he we have a purpose that he he gave us. You know, you're the only one in the world, John, that can fulfill what you're doing. No one can, can, can walk in your shoes with your mission and your radio, Shoshan. On. No one has your mission. We didn't just happen to be. We have a place in God's kingdom to occupy and we all have a work to accomplish. Uh, and we might be afraid, but turn your fears in, over to Jesus. I, you know, all you have to do is begin. You know, you're very, we're all an important part of His great plan and we're an inter- integral part of His salvation. I, I like what Benedict again? He's one of my favorite writers. He said, "Each of us is the result of a thought of God. Each of us hmm. is willed. Each of us is loved. Each of us is necessary."
1: I love it, uh, Susan Sassoni, Thank you for coming on. Where can people get the book,
12: John? I, I, I say I, I say support your your local Catholic bookstore, John. Um, you know you know what's happening to small businesses. EWTN, they're doing phenomenal work with, with their devotions and the masses and, um, and with, uh, with the, ro- everything they're doing to help pray, you know, us through this pandemic. I would say support them. And of course you can always get it on Amazon, but you know, charity begins at home, John. Support Iowa Catholic Radio, you know, support people that in your home, charity begins at home. And that's where I would go first.
1: Call Divine Treasures friends if they don't have it there, they will order it for you and bring it right out to your car. Susan Tosoni, it's always a pleasure having you on, Susan. God bless your awesome work.
12: You too, John. And, and you know, just keep doing what you're doing, John. I, I just love, I just love your your work, and I love what you do with Catholic Radio.
1: I appreciate that, Susan. Susan Tassoni, everyone. And that puts this show in the books. Boy, she's one of my favorites. She just does an incredible job every time she comes on. And, and you know, every time she comes on, she's got a new book. And, I, and like I said, I have a feeling that's not going to be her last one. So good stuff this morning. Make sure to pick up that book. Uh, and, again, Divine Treasures is, is where it's at. Thank you again, friends. Uh, we'll be with you this week. Looking forward to it. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing?
2: Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you. Bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: I am John Lanetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
2: Our hearts and flood our souls
3: with one desire Just
0: to know you and you may